Listen here, Puxatawney Phil is a fucking liar, okay? <laughs> He's a liar and a crook. <laughs> I made a video <laughs> talking about that because literally it was like almost spring and then, you know, the groundhog saw his shadow or didn't see, I think it's if he sees his shadow, isn't it? Or doesn't, I don't know which one actually, because I'm not going to be honest, I don't follow it too closely because I'm not super passionate about a groundhog predicting weather, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> But apparently we were not supposed to have six more weeks of winter, you know? Well, then Ohio, we got a fucking snowstorm and it's been really cold again. And I made a video today and I hope the person doesn't take offense to it. I just thought it was so funny because the beginning of my video, I joked because I was like, Puxatani Phil, uh, what the fuck, dude? Because I have to wear my coveralls again. And <laughs> somebody commented was like, well, you do know he's only like 36% accurate, right? And I'm like, you do know he's a fucking groundhog, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> I was not actually putting all of my um, weather predictions into a furry little rodent. Um, it's just a hee hee ha ha, you know, it's just a silly goofy thing because we have the medical advances to, you know, do heart transplants and shit, but we're still like, let's get that motherfucking groundhog out of his hole and see if he, ha we, we need to see if he can see a shadow. <laughs> like, it's the fact that that's still a thing is absolutely bananas to me but anyway hi <laughs> hello how are you this is the feral cow bitch podcast uh hosted by your girl Lacey, and we're just vibing having a good time i actually have so much like it's gonna be a lot of dating content honestly because i have a good bit of profiles and then becky with the fucking good hair hit us again with some more fucking tinder bios from you're from new zealand right i think I think you are. Yes. Cause I said, New Zealand men are, men are wild. Um, again, just absolutely out of pocket. I am shook to my core by New Zealand men. What are y'all? Y'all. Okay. I thought New Zealand was like a beautiful place. I thought y'all would be kind of chill over there. Apparently all the men got sticks up their asses. Let me tell you. But I also did have quite a good bit of email from you guys, like some emails. I got a few DMS. So I'm very excited. We'll just go through that first. Cause y'all know I talk about it every time. Cause I do mean it. I fucking love that. This is an interactive podcast. Okay. It really is something that makes it so fun for me because I like hearing from you guys and I like being able to go off of your freaking vibes and everything. So if you ever have a dating story or a dating profiles that are crazy, or you want life advice, you want to just have any feedback on the recent episode. I love it. Okay. So you can either DM the Instagram podcast and you can follow me if you want. It's at feral cow bitch pod, or you can email me tell the FCB at gmail.com. Both of those will be in the description below. But anywho, Skadunskis, we have some fun shit. So let's just first read some of these. So I love this because it says, Dear Feral Cowbitch, thank you for using my government name. <laughs> uh, here, hello again, Lacey Marie. My name is Trisha Marie, and I recently wrote to you about my love for you and your cows as a 60-year-old fan. I would love if you say my name. You got it, girl. Love you, Trisha. One of the first videos of yours I saw was Baby Calzumis. I thought you were hilarious and outrageous and so genuine. I was laughing so hard that I couldn't understand how whoever was videotaping you wasn't shaking the camera while they laughed too. Then I found out you use a tripod. Obviously, your tripod takes its job too seriously. You've become the funniest and most endearing part of my day. I was hooked from the first video. You had me at fuck it up, bud. <laughs> Thank you for everything you do, taking care of your lovely pet cows, wrapping and loving on Doja, adding tattoo work of art, and showing and telling us all about it. Thank you so much, Trisha. That's so kind of you. I love getting to respond to you guys on the podcast just because, like I said, you guys know I've talked about not wanting to fully open dms just because it can open a can of worms sometimes and i always want to have a very healthy boundary for both of us involved so i love being able to like answer your dms here so i have hi lacy i'm meg you can use my name thank you uh for reference i'm 4'11 very small <laughs> i would feel tall 
I just had to tell you when I listened to episode 12 and you said that you'd love men to find you scary. It reminded me I was at the bar last week and playing pool with my siblings and a drunk bro came up and tried to talk shit. I just met, I just met, I think you meant matches energy and ended up calling me aggressive and I've never been more pleased with my, myself, by the way, loving the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Meg. And I love that for you. Honestly, men do get scared by women and I good. <laughs> I think you should. Okay. This says, uh, hello, Lacey. I'm Sage. You can use my name. That's always, I love the name Sage. I just think that's so fun. I'm a longtime follower and used to be a part of your Patreon. Well, thank you. Oh my God. I remember you. I know that sounds so creepy, but like, I remember that name Sage being like pretty active in the comments. So like, Hey, thank you so much for supporting me for this long. My husband thinks it's a little strange that I have plushies and canvas of photos of your cows on display in the house. When people ask, I just go, Oh yeah, that's blue and Leona. <laughs> I actually love that. Anyway, I'm in the middle of listening to you talk about this man showering with his sister as a high school senior. You're right. It's weird. <laughs> I don't think I ever took a bath with any of my cousins, but I'm also the oldest in the family. That checks. When you started talking about naked moms, I had to pause the podcast to email you. I think I might win for most awkward moment with a naked mom. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> My mother is a little well out there. To give you an idea of what she's like, she's a self-proclaimed hippie flower child, and we went to plenty of Grateful Dead concerts So I, as I was growing up. Oh, my God. That sounds so fucking dope, though. I actually stood on the cooler... I actually stood on a cooler at the age of two to three selling beers to people at Grateful Dead concerts. We don't need to get into the trauma right now, though. I didn't live with my mom growing up, but when I was 17, I moved in with her. She's always been very open about her body. However, my first Christmas living with her, she crossed the line and we never came back from. Oh my God, I didn't read this before and I'm kind of glad. I was in my room when she texted me to come into her room. No big deal. When I got into her room and shut the door behind me, she came out of her bathroom butt-ass naked wearing only a pink Victoria's Secret Santa hat. I screamed. She screamed. When I asked her what the hell she was doing, she said, I want you to take some naughty Santa photos for me of me for my man. <laughs> She said, I call him my stepdad, but I don't want to name drop. That's fucking fair. <laughs> she then proceeds to start climbing on her bed to pose, I guess. I was too mortified to stick around and sprinted back to my room, locking the door. A few minutes later, she's banging on my door, whining that she needs me to come back, insisting that we are both women and it's normal to see each other naked. <laughs> she really wanted these photos because she had recently got a boob job and was obsessed with her tits at the time. I ignored her for the rest of the evening. She basically scarred me for the rest of my life. I never walked into her room again without making sure she didn't have every or she didn't have everything out. Anytime a friend tries to tell me how cool my mom is, I tell them this story. It's always a hit because it is the exact type of thing she would do. I'm not sure many other people can say their mom wanted them to take their nudes. <laughs> That's so fucking funny anyway you're amazing i've loved watching your tiktoks from the very beginning and seeing how far you've come this podcast is awesome and i love listening to it while i clean to lighten the mood oh thank you thank you so much sage that is so fucking funny <laughs> i i was not prepared for that i don't really honestly know at first when you said that she had only the pink santa hat i thought maybe she sent the text to the wrong person so like she was telling her man to come in you know to her room but the fact that she wanted you to take her nudes is just, I mean, fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I want to know, like, what year this was, because we're, like, were phones doing really good? Like, were iPhones a thing? I don't want to call you old by any means at all, <laughs> because, like, that is not what I mean. I'm talking, like, my sister had took titty pics for her, like, roommates, because they had they didn't have, like, front-facing cameras, because my sister is eight years older than me. And then I remember one time, my friend, we were only in, like, eighth grade or freshman year, and she was, like 
asked me if I would take like a picture of her in like a bikini or like her tits for her to send to a guy. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, I understand we're both girly pops and like, you're not my mom. So that definitely makes it less weird. But like, this also just feels like I'm directing porn now at this point, And I just don't know if I can get behind this. I feel like now I would. I actually did. I took boudoir sh photos of my best friend. Um, only boudoir shoot I ever did. And it was super fun. And like, we're best friends. So like, obviously I was like, get your tits out, girl. But <laughs> like, I just want to know if like she had an iPhone and could have done this herself. But she was just like, nah, nah, I got to get Sage in here to do this. That is so, thank you for sharing, honestly. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to wait on that because that one is the more Tinder bios and I'm going to do. Okay, so this person says, hey, Lacey, I've been listening to your podcast from the beginning and I've always found something I 110% agree with or could relate to. I'm not a big podcast listener purely because I've never found one interesting and would start. Wait, oh, wait, we already read that one. But you added that um, also it's 110% weird. He showered with his sister. You're definitely not weird. It's different with it being you. You're and it's not like y'all are like we should take a shower together. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is very awkward. No, I read your first message, but um, I think I did. But thank you very much. I appreciate the input regardless. Okay, this is funny. Um, hey, Lacey, this is Allie. Your newest episode, pod, your newest podcast got me thinking, would you shower with your friends or go skinny dipping? Because me and my flatmates and my friends are very open in that regard. Like we don't run around naked. That would be, that would indeed be weird for us. But in Germany, skinny dipping and naked beaches are a big thing. So when we went to holiday together, we went to a naked beach and swam in the cold German sea together naked. And I have been skinny dipping again since with some of my friends and roommates. I know some of my peers might not be as open and wouldn't join us, but most at least would find it weird. Is this a country thing? No, I definitely think that... Um, skinny dipping is pretty, I don't want to say like super normal because I'm only one person speaking for an entire country right now, but I've skinny dipped before and I would do it again. Like I remember I've been naked in like a hot tub with some of my girlfriends. Um, I think that it's just the fact, like, I don't think I would skinny dip with my siblings though. You know, like, I don't think, I don't think I would do that because it just adds a weird, I don't know. I definitely don't think you're weird for that. Um, but you said, oh, and we even took a picture together with our naked bums and hung that in our bathroom. That's actually so fucking funny and adorable. Most visitors find that pretty hilarious. <laughs> or are we just weird and have weird friends? No, I don't think so. I think that's actually really fucking funny. Um, before I, when I was building, like thought I was going to build my house back uh, several years ago, my two friends were going to move in. And I told them that I wanted to do like the awkward JCPenney, like stepbrothers photo shoot type style with them and like cats, because I just wanted it to be unhinged and have that in my house because I was like we just need to make it super fucking weird <laughs> but it did obviously that didn't end up happening because one of them got married and has a kid love that for her the other one is uh living with their girlfriend and I love that for her so it's just you know times have changed and that's totally okay but sad I'd missed out on that fucking photo shoot because that would have been fire um okay so Becky with the fucking good hair god I love you Hi, Lacey. I hope your mom's surgery goes well tomorrow today. I do okay. I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's okay if it's not the right day, but let me go ahead before I read the rest of your email and give you guys an update. Cause a lot of you have said such sweet and nice things. And I really appreciate that. But my mom's surgery went well. It was very quick and she is doing good. She has to lay on her stomach for a long, like almost all day. So that's just been the hardest obstacle because as you can imagine, it's just very boring to just have to just lay there on your stomach. We do luckily have a massage table because my mom is a reflexologist. So she's been just kind of like using that to where she can put her face through the little hole and she's using my iPad to like watch stuff. Um, but it's still, that's probably the biggest uh, obstacle right now is just 
A, it's boring to not be able to do anything because that surgery is so delicate. You don't want to, um, cause they basically, they use, they call it a buckle. And so that's how they reattach your retina. And obviously you can imagine that's a very delicate situation because of how easy it was for her to detach it. So obviously it could happen again. So like, they really don't want you to do like anything. My mom can't bend over. She really does. She really is not supposed to have her face. Like she can't lay on her back. There's a lot of like weird little rules that she has to follow just to try to protect that buckle at all costs. So that's been the hardest obstacle right now, but she's doing good. She's not in a lot of pain. There's a little bit of inflammation. She goes back for her checkup this Thursday. And then I think she'll have to get the gas bubble taken out in like a couple months. And then they're going to do another surgery on her good eye because they can tell that that retina might detach in the near future. And so they want to do some like preemptive kind of things to try to keep that from happening because obviously like that is her good eye. So we'd really like to keep that intact as long as fucking possible because right now we're still waiting to see how much vision she gets back in her bad eye because it's not really great right now, but it does take time. So we're just going to kind of see how it goes. But all right, like I said, Becky with the good pair <laughs> sent us some fucking tinder bio i did go through these i had to i had to okay becky i had to because i needed to know but i'm gonna read them for you but anyway oh, let me finish your email though because i got on a tangent about my mom but again thank you guys so much for caring about my mom and worrying about her surgery i really appreciate you guys but here are some more tinder bios from my burn book to take your mind off things just to let you know one of them is another single mums one and it is i'm sorry when i read out like so a lot of people from the uk new zealand they put mum like m-u-m and so i say it that way even though it's still mom and I think you guys still say mom. I say mom like a fucking like the flowers that people decorate with in the fall. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just the way my brain reads it. But anyway, um, so viewer discretion advised. OK, so that's a trigger warning. We're going to have another offensive single mom one. Apparently, I only exist on Tinder to find these bios and screenshot them. So we'll probably have more at some point. Honestly, love that for you, Becky, because it's so fun to have a different perspective from literally the other side of the world. I think that's so fun and fresh Two, same bitch. <laughs> I've literally on Tinder and Bumble for fucking sport, baby. I'm just on there to find good bios for y'all. I feel like more and more I have found the really like just funny ones, genuine ones that I find funny. There haven't been too bad. There's a few questionable ones, I think, from this round. But like I said, most of them are just funny. Becky only gives me shit and like not in a bad way. Like just like I'm like, what are like what's going on with you? What's in the water over there in New Zealand? Because y'all are just not y'all. Becky seems great. But the men, <laughs> there's a problem. Okay. This one just says, your problems make my dick soft, and I'm trying to stay hard out here. That is a Tom Segura quote. I read this, and I understand how this could sound, like, really douchey, and it still is. It's, like, it's a hard stance to take for your Tinder bio, but I would respect it because Tom Segura is one of my favorite comedians, and that is one of his lines. I think it's in Ball Hog, um, but it's just really fucking funny. <laughs> okay, this guy says... 6'2", but I'm going with 6'5", because everything is bigger on Tinder. I work six days per week, and it shows. My fur baby comes first. Every lonely dog mom on here. Pretty much only here to bang some of you sluts to keep my testosterone level down. That said, you probably have a better chance of winning the lottery, to be honest. What's so funny to me is men will say shit like that and then think they're a fucking prize. Like, be like, yeah, it's gonna be hard. Like, matching with me is like winning the lottery. Bitch, you don't, you're not a prize. You're not a fucking prize. You don't even sound like a half-decent human. You sound like a fuck. Oh, my God. This guy says, work in shearing sheds so I know how to control simple-minded bitches. <laughs> Listen, I know that I should be offended by that because he's calling women single, simple-minded. But if you've been around sheep, you know that they're fucking simple-minded. <sighs> 
And then he put just looking to have my face buried in an ass in a fat ass. Dude, the fucking simple minded thing. Like I said, I hate that I laughed because he's calling women simple minded, which like is farther from the fucking truth because literally talk to a man. They're fucking sheep. But like, <laughs> I think it is kind of funny, though. OK. Oh, I don't actually think I read the one that was about the mom. I think I somehow skipped over it because I think it's this one. This guy says just here to laugh at tattooed single mom munters who overvalue their used whole. I will be mean if you match. Dude, again, like, I want to know who is matching with these people because it can't be that many people at all. And then also, if they are matching, like, are you just roasting the fuck out of them because you fucking should? Okay, because I would I would match with him just to be mean back because then I guarantee he would puss out. Oh, my God. I used to have my Tinder bio used to be my Tinder and Bumble bio used to be swipe right if I can roast you as my opener. And I would roast men. And when I tell you they could not take the heat. It was so funny. And then like when they would try to roast back, it would only be me, me being fat. And I'm like, you guys are not creative at fucking all. Like if you're gonna be mean, be funny at least <laughs> at minimum. <laughs> okay. This guy says, I am not looking for fun, never been married and not into one night stands and looking for serious relationship and someone to grow old with no drama and stress-free life. Big curvy females have an amazingly sexy shape body. I want kids one day. I am a stress-free, drama-free, and baggage-free. No, my deal—sorry, my ideal partner: low maintenance, curvaceous, and voluptuous, happy in her own skin. He meant to say her, but it's here. But I just read it correctly. Must be body size twenty to thirty, with very big hooters, and be intelligent. Don't if you got saggy bits, <laughs> dude. You know, big tits sag. <laughs> First of all, like, I don't know if y'all don't understand the laws of gravity. The only reason my tits are perky is because they small, they little, okay? They haven't moved since I was 12 because there's not enough mass there for gravity to take effect. <laughs> but big titties, they're still great, but sometimes they sag a little bit. And you know what? It's okay. That's what happens. It's life. You sound like a fuck. God bless. Also, the body size thing is like, that's his preference. Like, I'm not judging that. But I do have a comment to make because I really genuinely think that the, the camera has to make me look so much bigger than I am. And I'm not like self-conscious about it. The reason why I say it is because so many people will be like, where do you find plus size this? Or where do you find plus size that? Like I had someone today ask me where I found my plus size, um, like overalls. I've never been plus size. And I'm not saying that as like a flex. I'm not saying that like, I don't want to sound disrespectful. I've just never personally been able to shop in plus size. I've always been straight sizes or like kind of midsize, but not really. I think we've just all skewed what the fuck we think sizes are, because I know that some people get mad when people who are like size eight say midsize, but I guarantee if I made a video saying I'm midsize, people would lose their fucking minds and think I'm too big to be midsize. It's just crazy to me because it doesn't offend me. Like I'm not mad. I just feel like I'm not also going to give you the correct answers because I've never shopped in the plus size section. Even when I was a little bit bigger, I probably could have worn plus size jeans at my heaviest, but I always just wore only leggings when I was at my heaviest weights. Um, but yeah, like those were those overalls, they do have a lot of great sizes and it's dovetail workwear. I have a relationship with them. I don't make money from them, but they do send me some free stuff occasionally. So like they send me free stuff, but they're also a really cool company because they're women owned and they're trying to just make clothing that work for women of all sizes, which I love that store. Like, that's why I want to work with them. I don't care if I don't make money. I like supporting companies that have a good fucking, you know, backbone to it. Um, but like, I just think about that sometimes because I'm just like, do you, what, what do y'all think I, what, 
my jeans are a size 12. <laughs> like, I tell you what, I had a creator one time, um, ended up, we're not, we don't, you know, it's not, not good things happen, but I'm not getting into that. Um, but literally that was one thing she said is like, oh yeah, I thought I was way bigger. Like, I thought you were way bigger than me. And I'm just like, first of all, ow. Second of all, like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know if it's maybe just my proportion because I do, like, I am mostly stomach because of PCOS or it's just like, I don't care to have flattering angles or any of that. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm not trying to body check anybody on the internet, but it is just wild to me. Cause like, I, f I don't want to comment back and be like, I'm not plus size, but I also am just like, I'm not plus size. I, I, I've never bought things that are plus. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's such a weird thing to navigate for me because I don't understand what is what, because like I said, I thought it was straight sizes, which I've always really been. Um, and then you have your plus sizes and then mid size was where you can kind of wear from both. And I, I I'm sure at times I could hundred percent, I still probably can find things in a plus size section that fit me, but I almost always find things in the straight size sections that fit me. So I, I could probably be considered mid-size now, but I feel like if I went on the internet tomorrow and I made a video saying I was mid-size, people would lose their goddamn minds, be like, no, you're fucking fat. And it's like, I, I think we have strayed so far from what size we think is acceptable because it's fucking bananas to me. It's so crazy. Like, that's just such a hot take. And that's why I always tell people that it doesn't affect me when like men call me fat, because I'm like, even if I was at my peak, like fucking, if I lost 30 pounds, all my stomach, and I just was hot, men would still call me fat, because I shit on men. And that makes them upset. So they're gonna have to say something. So even though I'm not quote unquote fat at that point, they would still call me fat. It's just what they do. You know, it's simple minded. They're simple minded sheep. Anyway, <laughs> That was such a weird rant. Sorry. But like, it's just, I don't know. I never know how to navigate the internet. It's such a scary place sometimes. Cause like, I remember I re responded to a video saying that I wasn't small, but I also wasn't tall. I'm five, four. And so many people are like, Oh my God, no, that's so tiny. I'm like, y'all know the shit storm that would come around. If I tried to say I was tiny on the internet, I am kind of a small bitch. Like I'm not that big, but people would lose their fucking minds. If I tried to be like, yeah, I am pretty small. Like, no, you're not, you're fucking fat. And it's like, small can mean so much more than just the size of pant that I am. But anyway, we're going to get back to these. <sighs> oh, Sam, he says, tired of drama, narcissists, and women who think placing a bit of quartz under their pillow will cure their crazy. Straight up, that's fucking funny. I am a crystal bitch, but I don't take offense to it because I know that I would never want to talk to a man like this. But wording it like that, I'm sorry, that is kind of funny. <laughs> Just a little bit of quartz under the pillow gonna take away the crazy. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> Not looking for boozers, meth addicts, women with crazy exes who can't let them go, anti-vaxxers, or women who are on a spiritual journey via Facebook groups. Not too much to ask for. I, you know what? I'm not going to lie with a lot of his points. I am surprised that he doesn't like anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I'm going to make a little assumption. Oh God. Okay. What's this one? Also ladies, blokes don't give a shit or want to see your children, pets, filters, or other men on your profile. Just like you don't want to see us covered in the blood of an animal we just shot. Have a nice day. I mean, I will say the children thing I don't love just because I think it is weird to put your kid on a dating profile. So I really like when people like put an emoji over their face. Like that's like King behavior to me. Um, pets. I love a good pet. I love seeing a good pet pick, you know, I, I pet pick 10 to one over a dick pic, but I will say that 
if that's all your pictures, I'm concerned because like you should not be using your cute dog to try to get a girlfriend. Like that's weird to me. Um, filters. I think filters are weird. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I don't know if this is an Ohio thing or if this is like a man thing or just my area. But when I tell you so many fucking men on these dating apps, not only use aggressive filters, like I'm talking like the ones that are like ridiculous in the sense of it's super saturated and like you can't even make out the like definition of their face or these motherfuckers are using the AI generated fucking photos. I'm not shitting. I'm not fucking joking here. That's so crazy to me because like literally I have been consistently going to the gym since November and I would consider myself a very active person but I still have not changed it to instead of the sometimes workout the often because I know men would be like no you're fat like what do you mean and I still have not updated pictures to where I'm a little bit smaller because I'd rather men see a photo of me a little bit heavier and then see me in person versus me seeming like me looking heavier in real life I don't know if that makes sense I just it scares me because image is much more important to men than it is women and I wish they would fucking realize that because when I tell you that I have been catfished by men more than once and I don't care Okay. It's not like, I'm not somebody who is like, you have to be this size. No, I'm a bigger girl. I'm not, I'm not going to have a fat on fat crime. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be a little bit of a bigger bitch trying to act like a man can't be a little bit of a bigger bitch. You know what I'm saying? But when I tell you that I have met up with these men and their photos, they are at least 40 to almost, I would say the one guy straight up, I'm not exaggerating 60 to 70 pounds heavier. And I'm like, Dude, that's, kid, if women did that, y'all would fucking lose your goddamn mind. If I posted pictures of like when I was my smallest, if I posted pictures of me like 40 pounds lighter than I am right now, and then you, I show up as who I am right now, oh my God, they would fucking hit me. <laughs> like There would be literal violence. But I just showed up and I was just like, this is kind of fucked, but okay, like, not fucked in a bad way, because I don't want to seem like I'm like, oh my god, but it's like, don't lie, like, it's so fucked, because I remember the one guy I was talking to him, and he was just like, yeah, like, this 2020 was when I was in the best physical shape of my life, and I was going to the gym, and the photos he had used for his profile were him, like, gym pics, so I'm like, so not only are photos four years old, but it's not accurate, like, that's crazy to me, like, there are still men who use senior pictures, or pictures of them when they were in sports. And that's so wild to me because most of the men that I'm matching with are like 30. Okay. High school was 12 years ago for you, dude, M maybe more. Let it go <laughs> and stop using those fucking photos. Or they'll be like washed up D1 athlete, baby. Again, that was six years ago. Actually more <laughs> like that was eight years ago, bro. I don't care that at one point in your life, you were fucking balling. I don't give a shit, okay? That means nothing now. We're grown adults, okay? We're grown fucking adults. Anyway, sorry, I'm really shitting on men. But like, when am I not? <laughs> okay, this says, if you need, the, if you feel the need to put pronouns in your bio, it's probably best you swipe left. I can tell we won't get along. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> if you can't respect people for who they are, yeah, I don't want to fuck, I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> Six, eight, freak of nature. I love when you guys' bios are like, swipe in the way that you vote. Because like, I think New Zealand might be different and other countries might be different. And I have over 60 
countries that listen to this podcast. What in the fist fuck? Anyway, <laughs> that's crazy. I counted today because I was like, this is a lot. Over 60. But like left, swiping left is saying no and swiping right is saying yes. And in America, left is the liberal minded people. It's like the left is the, you know, people who are pro-life or pro-choice. Oh my God. Pro-choice, very much LGBTQ rights are, you know, I don't want to say like they're all like allies, but like most, a lot of the human rights things they're very pro for versus conservative is a lot more, uh, a lot of times religion based, if we're going to be honest, but it's very like pro-life and that's what, cause that's their biggest, um, I say religion and I'm not trying to say that like, I think Christians are only conservatives and Christians are bad. I'm just saying that most of the time when they try to say that like being gay is wrong and it should be against the law, I guess they don't think that gay marriage should be allowed or, you know, they think pro-life, they usually use the Bible. That's the only reason I'm saying that. But so then, you know, if you're swiping left, you're saying no to them. And I'm like, yeah, not because I can't get along with someone who has a difference of opinion with me, but if that's so like, if that's your stance on it, that you have to put it in your bio. Yeah. I'm going to swipe left on you because you sound insufferable. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one, I don't understand what's going on and I, I can't tell if I love it or hate it. So the thing says Chia and it's a picture of a rat and it says, hi everyone. I'm a rat. I'm one and a bit years old and I'm looking for a lady rat to have some babies with. Ideally, I want two baby boys. My brother is also single and DTF. I'm vegan and I love food. My brother and I are very spoiled. We don't live in a cage. We live in a tree house with a pool and have lots of space to run around the whole house. I spend most of my days sleeping and eating and my children will be just as spoiled. What's going on here? <laughs> What's like, I just sometimes I want to swipe on these and obviously I can't cause I'm not in New Zealand, but like sometimes I do. This one says, don't waste your time liking me. Hot start, hot fucking start. <laughs> like, okay, then bye. Loyalty and intellect are clearly missing from the human race. And I've lost interest in attempting to find it. Then why the fuck are you on Tinder, my bro? I hate men. I made it this far and gained these scars on my own two feet. I feel confident I can continue the rest of my journey with my own strength. 100%. You should be able to be alone, but want to add another person. But why are you so... Sometimes they're bios. And again, I would love nothing more than if some straight men somehow listen to this podcast would send me like female bios. Because I'm down to shit on women just as much. Like shitty people need to be called out, period. Like I said, I'm just only swiping on straight men and most of the ones that Becky has sent me are men. So like, that's the, that's the only thing we're going off of. So this guy, this is a conversation that I think Becky might've had. And I'm so excited. Um, so it says, what's up, Jake? What kind of movies do you like? That's Becky. Jake says, what's up, Becky? Well, I'm feeling cheeky. I'd probably say the kind we make together. Ha ha ha. Yeah. You're LOL. I don't know. Yeah, you're, is that a, is that a term? Is that like a, I don't know, but comedies and horrors, babes. How about you? And Becky says, oh yeah, I watch a lot of horror movies, but I like a bit of everything. Haven't watched a lot of adult content, but saw that horse versus dude one a while back was pretty out of the gate, eh? <laughs> and then he says, haha, yeah, what horse versus what? Shit, that escalated, huh? And so Becky says, oh, so not that kind of homemade sex tape then? That's too bad. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, I wanted a horse to fuck you, sorry. And she put on the thing, she says, bro literally went from zero to sex tape, then had the audacity to tell me that I escalated things. Honestly, you're valid. You're so valid, Becky. Oh God, this guy. Oh, this one was a lot. This is a lot to take in as anybody to read. 
So this one reads, my queen, my defiant, argumentative queen, your sweat to me is like sugarcane nectar. Your sneeze droplets to me are like a spritz of the finest EAU. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I did this set last time too. Your sneeze droplets to me are like a spritz of the finest eau de parfum of the house of Dior. If you sat on my face and farted, I would inhale your flatulence from both my oral and nasal cavity like droplets of a cool autumn fog. He have no business being that poetic with that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God, this one is so funny to me because again, this is like, you're going to take the bio opportunity that you have of explaining yourself, like talking about yourself, you know, giving somebody a snippet of who you are as a person to like, you know, help them in swiping and you're going to waste it on this. Just listen. <clears throat> This man says, just a tidbit of info, ladies. Only 14% of men are six foot plus. Take away married men, broke men, and ugly men. You might be left with 8%. That's 700,000 men. 26 single ladies. That's 56 million women. 90% of those are looking for a man six foot plus. So that is about 40 million women that have a dating pool of just 700,000 men. All those are looking to date a 20-year-olds. So do you, as a 30-plus-year-old woman, stand a chance to land a six foot plus guy? Think again and good luck. I, first of all, I would love to see your work on this math. <laughs> I would absolutely love it. I, oh God, I just, I want to know, like, I want to fact check. I would love to know where you got these statistics. And I'd also like to see your math because you think that from 14 to, you think only 6% of that 14% are broke, married, and ugly? Bold of you to assume. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am, I am, I am. Okay, next one. Since I already know you're going to swipe left. Dude, don't with this pick me fucking energy. Nobody gives two shits about your damn pronouns. Nobody wants to go to raves with you. We all get it. Your dog is your baby. Nobody cares to see pictures of your white claw. Congratulations. You're basic. Also, saying I'm 5'10", be taller, just lets us know that all you care about is outward appearance and you're a shallow bitch. So no wonder every... A guy you date, get a date with wants to hit it and quit it within the first two hours of meeting your ass. <sighs> Again, just like, say you hate women. It's less words. <laughs> it's less words. It's less effort. Like, I just, it's such a hot stance. Such a hot stance. Okay, <laughs> this one I love because I love when Becky, I love when you give me a little bit of like your feedback. So this bio says anyone keen on a date like a drink at home as can't get in pubs with work boots and don't have any other that chocolate milk makes me feel bad. I need mummy titty. Okay, so Becky only commented on the fact that he's like anyone keen on a date to a drink at home because I can't go to a pub with work boots. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. Maybe there's rules in fucking New Zealand where like you can't wear work shoes into a club or a pub and he has no other shoes. But Becky says you can go other places that aren't the pub. Nobody is going to go to your house alone. You fucking weirdo, <laughs> which is like fair. But like the chocolate milk makes me feel bad. I need mummy titty didn't throw you off Becky because that one threw a flag at me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be so fucking free with you. I saw that and was like, uh, what? Um, yeah, that was crazy. Sussy baka. It was a wild time, but let's get into some bios that I found because like I said, I think most of these are pretty funny. There was a few that were like questionable, but again, 
I just, some of them just make me laugh for no good reason. And that's what I hate because I'm like, why is this so fucking funny for no reason? Like, seriously, some of these, I'm just like, Lacey, why do you find this funny? And then I just have to remember who I am as a person. This one just says, just please help me clean out my closet. <laughs> this one says, I enjoy making crepes at unreasonable hours. <laughs> I wanted to imagine them so bad. Um, just so I could be like, what's an unreasonable hour for crepes? Like, I'm curious. Is it like 3 a.m. or is it like 6 p.m.? You know, because I think crepes are predominantly a breakfast food. I just want to know. Another one. Another solid one. Hooten is a gateway to hollering. <laughs> <laughs> this one is kind of funny so it says as i get older i've realized that i have to use different pickup lines than i did when i was younger for example hey girl i invest in a 401k that's right i'm planning for the future also hey how do you like to take a ride in a four-door sedan that gets 30 miles to the gallon <laughs> like that's funny that's pretty funny this guy just hot out the gate his bio is just let's get litty with your titties what does that even mean? This guy, this guy just says, I'm trying my best. <laughs> that one's fucking good. That one's good. That one's fucking good. This guy, I don't want to sound like I'm being mean and judging someone's looks. But the way this man with his whole pussy said, I wouldn't break your heart, which break as in breaks in a car. I wouldn't break your heart, just your bed, winky face. This man looks 14. It says he's 24. I want to call BS. Um, and then it just like is pretty normal shit. He just says, I'm a very nerdy individual. I enjoy playing video games, reading book, comic mag magna. I build Gundams, watch anime, play Magic the Gathering, Commander and Popper. Dude, some of that felt like a different language to me. So like, I'm so sorry if I said any of that incorrectly. Oh my God. I like this one just for the first part. He just said, tell me about your fun little trinkets you have. <laughs> do night fighting so i can literally be your knight in shining armor oh my god and you know how much i would love to just like do that oh my god so i don't make fun of anyone who plays like magic or DD or any of that shit because one of my friend's husbands he is big into that and he was kind of explaining it and honestly the way he was explaining it, i was like no nah, this is fucking fun these are just adults that didn't let go of their imagination and i love that like i genuinely do i don't care i literally do not care if it's something that you enjoy and you're passionate about it and you have fun, why the fuck should people judge that? You know how hard I would LARP? I would LARP so goddamn hard, okay? I put on one of his cloaks and I walked around like a goddamn wizard and I was having the time of my life. It was like, dress up. Oh my God. It was so fun. So fucking fun. I would LARP so fucking hard. Oh my God. I hate when people act like that shit's so lame because I'm like, you just don't have any hobby. Like, you're just not having fun, okay? I don't care if adults do that. Like, I don't fucking care have fun, live your life. <clears throat> okay. This one, I just, this was so crazy to me because <laughs> it says I am currently incarcerated in blank jail. I'm not going to say that. I don't know why I'm acting like that's secretive information, but it says looking for people to talk to on the phone or pen pal with just lonely and would like someone, some people to chat with. If you're like me and was like, how the fuck do you have a phone that gets answered here? account managed by family not me contact me via the secures app look under contact search his name i'm the only blank name at the blank um jail you can text me there and if you send your phone number i can call you i'm into metal video games drawing guitar pokemon etc i just think that i just can't imagine and like his pictures were him in prison <laughs> and i'm not saying that like to make fun it just was like i was just like this is wild because i'm just like 
could you imagine just like going to like, I don't know, your sister, your sibling and being like, Hey, set me up a tender and manage it. How, how does he manage it? Like I, who do you trust to be like, yeah, you know, my type, you know who I want to talk to. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes my friends, like I've let them swipe up my tender, um, just for shits and giggles. Like, especially my married friends who have like not ever used tinder and but like i don't think i would want them making decisions for like men that i would end up with not that i don't trust them just because i'm like this is very very different this one was just weird because again i'm just like what like i i don't know if he's trying to be funny but it just i will mentally and physically abuse you sir i don't know if you know what comedy is but like people need to know your sense of humor to know if this is a joke or not Oh, this, this, my best hope is that someone will think I'm so weird. They'll want to date me for purely scientific reasons as an experiment. <laughs> when it comes to romance though, I think I'm pretty typical in winter. I mostly fantasize about sipping hot cocoa and watching a cozy classic movie with someone cute. That's honestly so adorable. I don't think anything of it. I just thought that the fucking date me for a science experiment <laughs> was really fucking funny. This one says, got wasp spray in my eye once, and well, I'm still here, so you at least know that I am not a wasp. <laughs> if you have been around with Lacey for so long, you will know that, like, it was, like, in 2021, 2020 or 2021, I made a video, and I still have a sticker to this day because I made a video of me killing a big-ass wasp, and somebody was talking about how I could have set it free, and I'm like, listen, I am all for, like, save the bees, save the trees, but fuck a wasp. <laughs> Because, like, also, I am, like, very allergic. Like, I need an EpiPen, and I just haven't gotten one because I don't have insurance. And my doctor told me that was like, well, you go into anaphylactic shock, but only the beginning stages, so you should be fine to, like, get to an ER and get a steroid shot. And I was like, okay. So I've just held off on that, but should probably get one. <laughs> this one, loaded with quirks and features. <laughs> This, I'm six foot tall and dumb as hell. The small child is my niece. We are ice cream pals, according to her. And I take that title very seriously. <laughs> I think that was really funny. That one was really funny. Oh, I had a conversation that was fucking weird. Didn't I screenshot that? Hang on, y'all. Okay, yeah. So this guy said, hey, beautiful. I said, hello. And then he just said, want to see my dick? And I left him undelivered because no, I do not. I will be so fucking free with you. This guy says, I want to fill my house with live, laugh, love signs, but they say eat, scream, die instead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these ones do kind of make me laugh when men like change their um, dating, like their bio based on the age gap. So it says women under 30. I have travel benefits. Women over 30. I am financially stable, which like straight up. I am a woman under 30, but I like that you're financially stable. This guy, I really liked his bio because it says caffeine dependent life form, which like is fine. I am in fact here for a long time, not just a good time. I love that because so many men's bio is here for a good time, not a long time. And I don't understand why so many men make it their bio. So many, so fucking many. This guy just has looking for a roommate, cheap room available, <laughs> like and I think he's being serious. And I just, again, like, could you imagine just like being like, oh, man, I really have a room that I could fill. Let's go on Tinder and just fuck around and see if we can find a good quality roommate. Okay. We're back to where we started because that is the one where the guy wanted scat play. And again, not yucking anybody's yum, just a wild fucking stance to take. I will say that confidently because again, like 
I just feel like with kinks like that, you probably, like, wouldn't you want it to be... Okay, I know, I need to read that later. Okay, so this one says, this is a DM, and it doesn't say if I can say their name or not, but it says, top of the morning to you. Fucking love that. I love your podcast and your socials. I was wondering if you could discuss where people can find locally, where people can locally find meat from ranchers or other where cows are treated well and if possibly slaughtered well. Not sure if that's a thing without buying a whole cow because ain't no one got room for that. Very fair. Oh, I do have permission to use your name. Okay, so this is Paro. That was the name. Seriously, I just really like the way it, I like saying it like that. Sorry if that pizzazz was inappropriate. Um, so here's the only bad thing about this. First of all, I would love to talk about this. I have no issue doing that at all. The only problem is I don't know where everyone's located. So it's really hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, you can go to this place or this place. The best thing I would do is say, honestly, social media, especially Facebook. Um, like for instance, in our county, we have a separate county chat. You can search things in the search bar because most homesteads slash hobby farms that sell meat will definitely have some kind of social media to promote that because obviously that's how they make a lot of their living. So I would definitely do that. Um, and yes, typically, um, I genuinely do think that almost if not like almost all animals that are slaughtered are treated well um i would highly suggest if you're curious i know that it can be a little bit hard to watch but um i would definitely recommend watching anything temple grandin because she really changed the way that slaughterhouses are set up and the way that animals are um killed to be eaten i'm just i'm not going to use cute terms i'm going to tell you how it is because that's exactly what happens and i'm not going to try to sit here and sugarcoat it not because i am like trying to be a dick about it i just it is what happens animals are killed for us to consume and so Temple Grandin has made it called like one bad day, which is where the only day that could be possibly like the all of the things put in place, all the procedures, protocols and everything put in place for the animals while they're in the facilities is every day is a good day. You know, every day should be a good fucking day. And then they have that one bad day. But there's a lot of things set up to make it very stress-free, like as, mu as much stress-free as you can. So like when animals are there, there's a certain holding time that they get to just hang out and like chill in a pen that's, you know, comfortable. And then a lot of the different ways that they are slaughtered. Trigger warning, obviously, if you don't want to hear this, I'm only going to touch on it very briefly, but there's a couple different ways. Um, a lot of people have talked about how like, oh, they're hung and their throats are slit. No. Um that's not how they die. Um, a lot of times, a lot of like, especially with pigs, they do like a CO, like a CO2 chamber, like carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide. No, CO2 would be carbon dioxide. So maybe is it just CO? I'm not sure which one it is, but they, so then you, they just fall asleep and then they're unconscious and then they proceed with the slaughter process. Uh, and then there's also stun guns, which are used a lot of times with cattle because they're a lot bigger and it's just, as I say, it's just instant. Um, but obviously, like I said, that can be very triggering to hear and very alarming, totally understand. And if you choose to be vegetarian or vegan because of that, that is totally fine. I will never judge you. I will never question why you choose to eat the way you do, because that's none of my fucking business. And I just hope you can have the same respect for me. Um, but yeah, the best thing if you want to buy locally raised is to look locally. And I know that sounds like it's not very helpful and I'm very sorry. Um, but also a lot of homesteads and hobby farms, like for instance, the lady that we get our beef from will sell like an eighth of a beef, which is a lot less to take on than a half a whole cow. Cause I understand like we're a family that has three deep freezers because that's just, we just have that many. Um, 
So like we can take a whole cow if we ever needed to, but even us, we still only buy like, um, like a half or a fourth and also find some neighbors that could, or family that can go in with you. Cause I know a lot of people who will buy a whole cow, but then split it between like three or four families. Um, but yeah, that's, I, like I said, I, I hate that that's the answer because obviously it's not super helpful and I'm sorry, but I would definitely just do your little bit of research because like I said, I only can't answer that because I don't know where you're from. So I don't know how to, you know, be like, oh yeah, like definitely, you know, you can go to this spot or this spot. I'd say the best and advice I can give is just to try to look online and in those kind of group chats where it could be your county, your city, uh, even ask, you could straight up just in one of those little chats, put a, put a little, you know, looking for hobby farm that sells beef and beef that I don't have to buy the whole cow, you know, let me know. Cause we in Hillsborough, there is a place where they actually have local beef that you can just go buy like a little at a time. So like sometimes we stop in to get steaks. Like we just bought some ribeyes the other day to make. And that's really nice. Cause it's like fresh locally raised beef and you can buy just as much as you want. And you know, you can buy it in a lot smaller increments. Uh, and so there might be things like that around your area. You just unfortunately have to do a little bit of research on that. And like I said, there's not really a best, like the best way I can tell you, because again, I just, I don't know where all of you are from. <laughs> so sorry about that. But yeah, that's definitely what I would recommend if you're somebody who wants to do that. Cause that's, that's what I always tell people is if you do dislike mass farms. Cause you still like, I'm like, I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm really not. I just, I always want people to know that there is those options to look at things. So like, if you are on a, like, if you want to know more about how factory farms work, I suggest these videos, but I'm not trying to like change your mind because you're allowed to have your own opinion. But if you are against that and don't want to buy from the store for whatever reason, that is a really good option. Hobby farms are a really great option. They have a less, they have hell of a less carbon footprint. A lot of times the animals are treated very different, like indifferently in the sense of, you know, I have 30 cows, all mine get shin scratches and loves and shit versus if somebody's raising a couple thousand head, they're not getting that same kind of attention. They're still being treated well, but they're not being, you know, loved on like pet, like a lot of, and, and I know that sounds crazy, but like some people are able to just love on a cow and then know that it's going to be food. Some people can't. Um, it's, it would be hard for me, but some people can. So that is definitely my suggestion there. And like I said, I'm so sorry. I feel like it's such like, I feel the same way when people ask me how to raise cat, like how can they get started with cattle? Cause I'm like, Oh God, it's such a loaded question. Like I have all this information, but I'm like, it's so hard because I need to know like exactly where you are. I need to know your stocking rate. I need to know what supplies you already have or what you plan on getting. I need to know, do you want to rotationally graze or are you down to just have to where you have to supplement? Like there's so many things. There's so many factors that go into it. So it's like, you sound like a professional and then they ask one question. You're like, I can't fucking answer this. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, okay. So you know nothing. And you're like, ah, well, not exactly, but that's a really hard question to ask. <laughs> but anyway, let us move on. Okay. Because I mentioned last time, I believe it was that uh, I talked about, oh yeah, because I talked about the story of the guy showering with his sister. And I told you that it like, at one point it randomly made me think of another story that I had from dating apps, but I didn't have time in the last episode. So I'm gonna bring that up this time because this, I actually just told somebody this story not too long ago because it's so fucking wild. Again, just weird, crazy shit that happens to me. Okay. I actually you might, um, remember if you are a long time 
like listener of my other podcast, you might know this story because I believe I talked about it then because I actually believe I received one of the texts like the same day me and Julie filmed. So fun fact there, you might remember a little bit of this story if you did listen to my other podcast with my best friend. So let's start this out. I am trying to remember exactly what year this all started. And I think it was pre pandemic. So I want to say it might have been like 2019. I match with this guy on Tinder. I'm gonna not use his real first name because he it does concern me a little bit. So we'll call him Tony. I don't know that name came to me first. So I match with this guy named Tony, not really, but for the purpose, it's Tony. So I match with this Tony guy. And I am somebody who like, I remember shit. Okay. And I do unfortunately have like a very, like not unfortunately, but like for the most part, I do have a very similar type of like dark hair, five o'clock shadow ish amount of beard, dark eyes. That's like, I just, that's me. I, that's what I go for. That's a lot of Lacey's type, dark hair, dark eyes, a little bit of a beard. You're Lacey's type <laughs> basic. Um, but so I knew it was that. And I remember seeing like, I think it was like maybe like a blue collar. I feel like I might've seen this man in like a fucking skid steer or something. And that's not like my type, but I'm just telling you, I I really remember that. And so we message a little bit and then he is like, well, do you want to just text? And I honestly, you know, before that, especially I hadn't, social media wasn't a thing. I was like, yeah, cause you know, using the app sometimes is lame. So we text and we text for maybe a day and the vibe just wasn't there. Um, to be honest, the conversation was super dry on his end and he might be like a great person in person, but like, and just be a bad texter, but like, you gotta give me something, you know, I don't want to be having a one-sided conversation. And I remember thinking like, you know, technically I don't really need to like tell this man anything. Cause I am a firm believer that if you only talk for a couple days and have not met in person, I think you can kind of ghost without it being like a big fucking deal. Um, but I remember explicitly being like, Hey, listen, I'm not really seeing this go somewhere. Like I'm just not feeling a spark here, but best of luck to you. Like, I hope you, you know, find somebody. I just, I'm not feeling it here. And I feel like he was very understanding. Like he was just kind of like, okay, like, you know, no worries. Um, you know, let me, I think he did say like something like, let me know if you change your mind or something. I was like, yeah, you know, like good luck, nothing else. Okay. So then I remember like getting a couple of those weird like chain email or like, you know how they used to be like chain emails? Well, they like had some like text messages ones. And I remember getting them from this random number that I did not like know because it was like several months after we had matched. And I just kind of was like, what is this? And I just didn't think anything about deleted it, moved on with my life. Okay. Well then, um, like I said, with our podcast, I don't know if this was in, I think this was in 21. I think it was like end of 21 ish. I feel like. I just get this random text that's like, hey, is this Lacey the cow lady? And I'm like, who is this? And he's like, oh, I'm Tony. We matched on Tinder a while ago. And I'm like, oh, because I, I haven't put this together. Because like I'm, like I'm telling you, this is probably a good year and a half after we've matched. Um, and so I'm just like, oh, okay. And he was like, I was wondering if we go on that date you promised. And I was like, I promised a date? He's like, yeah, you told me I was special and that you wanted to go on a date with me. And I'm like, I do not say shit like that. Like not in a bad way. I just, I don't, I, that's not shit that I would say. And so I go to Tinder luckily because with Tinder, you can search your matches by name. Okay. So I search the name Tony and luckily for me, there's only one fucking Tony that I can see the messages that I gave this person, my number. 
Okay. So I go to look. And when I look at this profile, I'm like, this is not the man I matched with, like at all. And like I said, it was just because this other man was like very blonde. I think he had blue eyes. And not that that's a bad thing. I mean, I'm blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm not going to hate on my own fucking complaint, like who I am. But I just know that it was just not the man who I matched with. So I'm like, this man fucking catfished me, first of all. And then second, he's being real fucking like mad weird with this, like telling me I'm spe like telling him that I said I was special, whatever. And so I was like, I don't remember this. And he's like, well, like you said that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, I don't remember this. And he just kept going. So I finally did like the classic, I'm seeing somebody <laughs> because even though I wasn't, I just knew that it was like the easiest, like it's like the get out of jail free card. Cause I didn't want to be a dick to him, but I also did not want to have this conversation cause it was very weird, very uncomfortable. Now I know he's catfished me. I don't know what's going on. And it's also like a year and a half later. Why are you still thinking about me? Why do you know me for like, obviously it's not crazy that he knew me from social media because at that point I did have a decent following, but I don't like that aspect of it because you have my number now. Um, so I told him I was seeing somebody. He's like, Oh, okay. I'll leave you alone. But just know I will always love you. Lacey Evans. And I just said, I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, you heard me. I will always love you. And I was like, what the fuck? Because like I said, we talked for maybe a day and a half, if that. And it wasn't a, like a deep conversation. Like it was very surface, like mundane, small talk. So it spooked me. I didn't like it. I didn't like, it just gave me a very weird feeling. And I just didn't like that. So I just blocked his number, you know? just blocked his number and was like, all right, we'll just move on. Um, so then, <laughs> uh, this was like, I think springish of 2022. I want to say I get a text and it's from, a, it's in this like group chat and it's me and 19 people. And I don't have a single number saved. None of these numbers look familiar. And the first message I receive is who is this? So I said, I'm like, who is this? Like you sent the first message and they're like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. I, I can't see a message before that. You're the first message. So somebody ends up, you know, screen recording what the first message was. Trigger warning, unaliving oneself. The guy, Tony had put all of us girls in a group chat and was claiming that we are the reason that he was going to take his own life because we ghosted him. He said he was going to do it that day or that evening. And it was all our fault. And some of the girls are freaking the fuck out because they're like, I don't like having, I feel like this is our, like, I, do, I don't like having this honest. Like, I don't think it's our fault, but like, uh, and I'm like, oh, so what you don't do is fuck with Lacey like that. <laughs> That's what you're not going to do. Cause I'm not going to let that shit slide. You don't get to play that card. So what I did was I turned into a fucking PI. So I take his number and I search what, um, I search where his number originated and his number originally was a California number. So I call there and I ask, I tell them the situation and she's like, no, he lives here now. Um, like this is his current address, blah, blah, blah. Like, or not, she didn't tell me his current address. I have no idea where this man lives, but she's like, no, this it like, I believe he does like live, you know, where like, you know, where you are. And obviously I knew he did, but like I hadn't, that's the only thing I had to go off of was his phone number first. So find his phone number. And then luckily, um, 
I unblocked his number because then luckily iPhones do that thing where like if your phone number is connected to your Facebook, it'll say maybe and then their name. So I had his full name. So then I look up his full name on Facebook, find his Facebook from the photos that he had changed them to from the catfish. And so then I um, found his Facebook profile and I messaged like five of his friends. And I was like, this is what's going on. This like, you know, like check in on your friend. And then I think I know I'm not sure if I called that local police department to tell them to do a wellness check, but I did message where he works because you're not going to do that. You're just not going to do that. You're not going to play that game. And so one of his friends did get back with me and said that he had checked on him and he was doing okay. And he was going to keep checking on him. And I'm like, thank you, dude. Um, and so after all that happened, um, I messaged every single one of the girls separately. I messaged every single one of them and I asked them, I was like, what was your interaction with this Tony guy? Because I want to know, like, cause I still just, I had such a gross feeling about the, like, I love you shit. And every single girl said that he did not say anything like that to them, which made me feel special in the worst way possible. <laughs> I hated it. So I immediately found every social media that he could have and blocked immediately. Um, and like I said, this isn't something that I think is like actively a problem. This isn't a person that I think is going to be an issue. I don't, he doesn't seem like somebody who would be violent, but I don't like it. It still makes me uncomfy to this day. And it happened almost two years ago now, like the last part, but like, it was just wild. And all the girls I told, cause I was telling them, like I was keeping them updated. I was like, guys, I am calling, like I called the police department. They gave me this information. I've messaged friends. This one friend got back to me that said he's checking on him. And then I also, uh, emailed his work <laughs> because what you're not going to do is put me in a group chat with 19 poor girls and try to act like we're the reason you're going to do something like that. Because I've been over here like, bitch, I didn't ghost you. <laughs> like I didn't. That's the crazy thing. I did not ghost you. And the only reason I didn't see his first message is because obviously, like I said, I originally had his number blocked. So yeah, it's crazy time. Crazy, crazy time. I did not like it. I'll be so fucking for real with you. Uh, it was not not a fun thing, but it's just like, like I said, it's just wild to think that you can just do that to somebody. Like you can just say that to somebody and it just be okay. You know, just that just be okay. And I was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that today. I will not allow it. <laughs> so we had a lot of discussion about men specifically. Um, I know we do that a lot here, you know, it's a hot topic, you know, I really love that I get to show people an, an inside look of dating online and bios and stuff, because there's a lot of people who are married or in relationships that have not, you know, done that at all. Some people, uh, there's a lot of people who just have no desire to do online dating, which I do not blame them. And I also saw uh, TikTok again, I don't know how much validity cause it's a fucking TikTok, but somebody was reading that there's a class action lawsuit against tinder hinge and one other one i don't think it was bumble i think bumble was like the only one that i didn't see on the list but like it's still under the same premise but like basically they're being sued because it's literally designed for you to not find love so that they can keep making money they like the way they set it up is like you go like she worded it like i think she was reading verbatim what like the lawsuit said but it was something about like how the way it's set up makes you chase a high but like doesn't i don't know and like i will agree that i don't think that online dating is great by no means, because I do agree. I think you have so much access to so many people that that's just like, it's just not like, I don't want to say not healthy, but like, it's just, 
it really helps feed that is someone better going to come along thing. So like, I definitely do think that there's so many flaws to online dating. But I think when you're somebody like me who lives in such a rural area, and I just am not meeting people at a fraction of the capacity that other people in like cities can. It's just really different. Because let me tell you, I <laughs> we talked about the one man who made me feel like white trash because of the fancy restaurant, which by the way, that motherfucker ghosted me. Isn't that crazy? They're not all great. Even though they sometimes sometimes seem like they're great, they're not all that great. I still have his sh fucking shoes, too. He left a pair of shoes here. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do with those. I might text him around and be like, uh, so I get it if you're not into me, but, like, what am I supposed to do with these fucking shoes? I actually might text him that soon because, like, I'm not mad. Like, I am totally okay with understanding that, like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Everyone's not my cup of tea. And that doesn't knock me as a person. That doesn't knock my worth because somebody isn't into me that way. Because the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, I don't know if we'd 100% be compatible because there were some things where I was like, mm, maybe not for me, but good for you. Like you'll, like, you'll find somebody, I'll find somebody. It's not a knock on his character or anything like that. But like, just like, I feel like once you hang out with someone, like it's nicer to just like tell them that then. Cause like, that's when I think that ghosting can kind of be shitty. Like if you've physically hung out and then you one night were actively telling me how excited you were, like, we're not excited, but like how you really wanted to hang out. And then you kind of stand me up and then just ghost me. That's a little shitty, but I'm a big girl, so I can handle it. But, um, I literally just <sighs> fucking men, fucking fucking men. Hang on one second. But anyway, like I was saying, me just aggressively finding out that I'm white trash is so fucking funny because I just don't realize how yeehaw I really am until I talk to men who don't like or who just, you know, live like normal fucking lives in the sense of like they just like they grew up like more in a city suburban lifestyle. And so we just come from two different fucking worlds because there's this one guy that I've talked to and Yesterday I went to, which means nothing for you because I'm posting this on Monday. So it was Saturday, but I went to Louisville, Kentucky because they have the national farm machinery show and the national tractor pulls. And my dad has tra pulled tractors since he was literally like five or six years old. Cause he started on like lawnmowers. And so that's just a huge passion of his. And we have gone to the Louisville tractor pulls every year since I was like eight. My dad actually pulled there when I was eight and when I was 10. And then after that, we just went every year to go watch as spectators. And I loved it. It was one of my favorite things. And it still is. It's just such a bonding thing for me and my dad. It's like, I, it's just, I really enjoy it. Um, it's something I want to continue doing. It's like a tradition for us. You know, I mean, he used to get me out of school. He would literally come to school and get me out early because we had to drive to Louisville from our like area. And that's like a two and a half hour drive. And like I said, just very core memories with my dad. And so we went to that. And I told this guy and he was just like, hold on, let me just find the exact messages. Cause it was so fucking cute the way he said it. And it was just, like I said, I just, I just loved it so much. So I said that there was a day and a night pool. Cause on Saturday they have a pool from like 12 to like five ish. And then they have one at seven till the end of the night. And this guy just said, right on. So is there a prize or something? Are they bringing custom tractors? <laughs> And I was like, have you never been to a tractor pull? I said, I'm not making fun of you. It's honestly just hilarious when I get hit with the reality that I'm white trash. <laughs> He's like, I've never heard of a tractor pull, to be honest. <laughs> and it's just so funny to me because like these things are so 
normal to me. Like, this is just like the yeehaw shit that I have grown up around and done. And so it's so fucking funny to me because I'm just like, God damn it. Am I really this white trash? Like, am I really this yeehaw? (laughs) Because I remember I had a friend in college. I took her to her first tractor pull and she was like, I thought we were going to watch like farm tractors pull. And I'm like, no, baby, some of these can pull like 3000 horse. It's fucking intense. (laughs) And it's just so fucking funny to me, like I said, because I just was like, God bless. I really am white trash, aren't I? (laughs) And I'm just, oh God, it's so funny. Cause that's like, and like, I've talked about like cattle shows to guys and they're like, what in the fuck is that? And the thing is, is like, I'm not usually attracted to like yeehaw boys. Um, like, it's just not like, it's nothing against them. Like sometimes I am still attracted to them, but like most of the time I'm attracted to either like edgy fucking emo boys or like very city. I don't want to say pretty boys. Cause I feel like that can be like a like rude way to put it, but just like guy like guys like this guy who's like I've I don't even know what a tractor pull is I'm gonna be so fucking for real with you like I just those are usually what I'm more drawn to and I think it's just because I feel like if I bring a guy into my lifestyle that isn't a part of it most of the time like with the experience I've had with the conversations they're like super into it they want to learn about it they think it's so cool and it's just so nice versus when I have matched and talked to men who are in a similar field it's usually like mansplaining me or condescending comments or just like very weird energy and I just don't like it usually because not all the time like I said not all the time but that's how it's been a lot of the time. And I don't like it. Cause like, I've had guys be like, Oh, well, that's so fucking stupid that you have your cows for like no purpose. And I'm like, my cows make me money just in different avenues. Like there's nothing fucking wrong with what I do. Like, please respectfully leave me the fuck alone. It doesn't affect your finances, bro. So why are you worried about mine? Like fuck, fuck off. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. My type is, can be all over the place too. Like like I said, it's just very weird. I, but like, I also sometimes do genuinely, I think about meeting somebody's mom when I think about it, because I am a heavily tattooed person. And I think a lot of times by if just seeing my face, you would not think that. And I understand that. So I worry because not that I th- like, not that it matters for somebody to, but like, it does matter. You know, you wouldn't want your mother-in-law to not love and accept you like that would suck I hear so many horror stories of like terrible mother-in-laws and I'm like oh god I really hope I don't get that so like I do think about that sometimes because I'm just like I like is your what is your mom gonna think what is your mom gonna think when I wear shorts and there's just a whole fucking leg sleeve like is she gonna like roll over or you know because like that's I think why the emo boys give me so much like sense of security because I'm like okay you have a lot of tattoos so your mom's not going to be shocked when she sees all my (laughs) got it I don't know man I don't fucking know I I don't know what's going on with my type it can be all over the place let me tell you and I I never know what's going on (laughs) I'm like who am I going to end up with I don't know it's a fucking we'll find out we'll find out together baby because I don't fucking know But I do want to finish with this because I just found it and I was toying with making a video about it because like posting an actual video because it just blows my mind that like these are the way people are. So there's this account and I'm going to say the name on TikTok. So it's called malice.lifts. 
they have like 226,000 followers and they're somebody who does a lot of fitness stuff. I'm sorry. I just didn't look at their beacons thing. So, so fucking crazy that suicide prevention is your top thing when you're literally such a fucking mean person and bully. So that's TikTok, Instagram. She has my apology video linked, which I'm sure is just her YouTube. Oh no, it's never going to give you up by Rick Astley. That's kind of fucking funny. It's not, but it is. Uh, and then Amazon storefront. Okay. So like I said, this person just has terrible fucking opinions. Okay. It's malice.lifts and all of her content is her in the gym doing various exercises and then um the similar like I think it's, it's I think it's literally like the same audio almost and then just the most heinous fucking opinions on them in in text so I'm gonna read some of them trigger warning we're gonna it's homophobic misogynistic fat phobic transphobic I, there might be racist. I don't know. I didn't get to racism, but there probably is some because like, what else would there be? So this first one says being fat is not the same as being thick. Being skinny is not the same as being shredded. No one cares about a 300 pound woman with an ass. No one cares about a 120 pound man with abs. This one says just because you're unattractive and have no friends doesn't mean you get to identify as a different gender. Uh, and then this says all the people I've played this year and it names names, but it spells out. I hate fat hoes. Uh, and it says, if what genitals you have in your pants doesn't define your gender, how does removing them affirm it? Wake up. Uh, I used to think our parents were too strict, but after watching kids today, I changed my mind. I think they saved our lives. If a man's height chart looks like 5'2 to 5'5 five five as a child, 5'5 five five to 5'7 five as a young boy, 5'7 to 5'11 as a young man, 6 foot plus as a king, a woman's weight chart should look like this. 90 to 120 pounds as a goddess, 130 to 160 as queen, 170 to 200 as mammoth, 200 plus is Boeing 747 with 100 extra seats. Um, raise your hand if you're, a, if you're a Boeing 747 with 100 extra seats because same. Uh, I hate when a fat bitch says she's single and ready to mingle. Nah, bro, you double and ready to eat ruffles. Dude, you could have done better with that, but whatever. Looking back, fathers used to have four or five kids. Nowadays, ch kids have four or five fathers. Climate change is real. And her caption says, close your legs. So you're probably like, Lacey, why are you reading all these? And here's why. Here's why. And that's, first of all, I think you can understand why it's so fucking crazy that suicide prevention is her number one link. I think honestly, that might just be a dig of like, yeah, you can't handle my shit and whatever. She's just seems insufferable. The reason why it's so fucking funny to me is because with these kind of opinions, you know, you would think that this person is like, you know, hi, Doja. Hi, honey. Yeah, you can sit with me while I finish up this podcast. Sure. So with these with these opinions, you would think that this is like a, I don't give a fuck what anyone has to say. Like, you're not going to change my mind. I'm a bad bitch. Look at these fucking shit ass opinions. I'm going to post like these hard stances. I'm going to take bitch doesn't have duets or stitches on bitch. Say it with your whole fucking chest, baby, or don't say it at all. Next thing. The name is at malice lifts. There is no name affiliated. And you might be like, Oh, but Lucy, there's videos. Guess what? If her face is able to be seen, it's fucking blurred. Blurs her goddamn face. So if the words aren't over her face, or if um, it's like, because sometimes she'll be like, turned to the like very side or the back. Um, yeah, blurs her fucking face. Blurs her fucking face. And I just think that that's so fucking funny. Because it's like, baby girl, 
if you're gonna have the balls to say this heinous, horrendous shit, then fucking put your, like, that's just, that's such a pussy move. Like, you're out here posting this stuff, like, you're just like, oh my god, I'm bad bitch, like, look at all these opinions, yet you don't have the balls enough to attach anything to you. Weak. That's fucking weak and whack behavior. I'm so sorry. That's so fucking corny to me. I hate, I love, but I hate when something like this is so goddamn ironic. So goddamn ironic. Like, it's so funny that you're going to sit here and act like you're such a bad bitch posting all this shitty stuff, but then you can't even attach anything to it and can't have your duets and stitches on because heaven forbid somebody duet or stitch you with a sh like opinion you don't agree with. Like, just fucking crazy to me. Just absolutely fucking bonkers. It's crazy. I don't even know who would, like, fall. I'm assuming it's very... I know some people say, uh they think it's very like somebody because the reason I found her account was because I um somebody showed up on my for you page and said oh, I wish I would have saved it somehow but they basically just said that um it's crazy that I have the same physique as Malice Lifts but I've been lifting for at least a year less than her and at first I was like damn that's like kind of crazy to say like that's kind of rude but then I went and saw I went and looked up this account at Malice Lifts I was like oh no valid because yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of valid. And then she said that she got blocked, which again is so funny. Cause like you can't sit here and act like you're this bad bitch, tough energy, but then do shit like block people and not let them do it. Stuet, do stuet. I just combined duet and stitch into stuet. Um, like, no baby girl. No. And the point, another point I made in my video that I really don't understand is because like for her followers, she has decent views. Like I will not take that from her. I don't know why it's just rage baiting, I think, um, because obviously like a lot of people see this and it's either like very misogynistic men who probably agree with the things she says and are awful or it's people who are angry because she's saying very offensive shit. And so, you know, that pisses them off and that's why they share it and blah, blah, blah. So like, I honestly don't think that she probably believes half the shit she puts. I think it's just her shtick now, you know, I think that's just what she decided to do with her page. But the thing that I don't understand is why, because she's not getting paid. And what I mean is TikTok changed their algorithm, like they changed the way they paid officially December 15th. So as of December 15th, they took away because the creator fund used to be, um, you get paid per view for every single video you post, it didn't matter what it was. But then they added the beta program, like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And that was a different thing, because they wanted to go towards more, they wanted to promote more long uh, form content. So the beta program is you get you only get paid for videos that are over a minute long and it can't be duets or stitch or I don't know if it, I know it can't be stitches, but I don't know about duets, but all the content, the only content you get paid for is over a minute long. Okay. That's it now on TikTok. There's no other way you get paid unless it's from like live gifts or whatever. So her videos are not a minute long, like none of them. They're probably all like 10 to 15 seconds at that, like just long enough for her to do these couple exercises and, you know, have her terrible fucking shit on the screen. So it's like, you're not even making money at this point. So why do it? Like, do you just like pissing people off? And I just can't understand that behavior genuinely. I cannot... I cannot understand why, because I, I think we've mentioned this briefly before, but it's so crazy to me 
that like people love to be like oh like can't say anything about these liberal snowflakes like they're all triggered you can't talk about their you know their pronouns and the the, the gender and it's like you want to say that we get triggered by everything but you just went on a 10 minute tangent about a fucking pronoun huh that's do you are you are you thinking with your whole head here because you can get triggered by a pronoun and you think we're the triggered group like i like this is what i'm saying like i love a good just crazy ironic story um i had one happen and i'm not going to go into full detail because it's a long story but basically what happened is um after that uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram or on TikTok or something, you might not have seen this video, which is fair because it's one out of all the videos I post. But there was a, an explosion in my town and it was very tragic. Um, unfortunately, some people lost their lives and it was just it was very scary, very terrible. And the day after in the group chat that we have for like our county, somebody got in there and was just having such an aggressive savior complex and such a terrible time. And I had the time that because it just enraged me because he basically was like all the people who were filming. Like, I just hope there was people who tried to run in and save those people. Like the people who lost loved ones would want to know that people tried and that blah, blah. here's the thing. This was not a fire. This was a mushroom cloud gas explosion. So it was not like there was no running in the, the building quite literally exploded like it was terrifying and so no one could run in because you can't run into a building that just exploded like you just there was nothing that anyone could do now i will agree 1000 percent. if there's a tragedy that has happened put your fucking phone away put your fucking phone away you have no business filming that because straight up that became several people's fucking like you're filming while there was people dying how does that make you feel knowing that you put that on your Snapchat story? That's fucking wild. So I 100% agree that people shouldn't be filming at all. That's fucked up. Some people are like, oh, well, it's good to film for like insurance. Okay, but then don't post it, you know, like film it and then just send it to the proper people who need it, but leave it the fuck alone, you know, don't post it on your Snapchat story. Don't post it on fucking Facebook. That's none of your business. But I commented and I was like, you know, it's very easy for people who were not there to assume what they would do, but you can't run into a building that just exploded and none of us know what we would have done. And I think that you would be, cause he's, he, I ended it with like, especially the men. And I was like, you know, don't hate on these men for just being absolutely shell-shocked and fucking scared. Like, I don't know how I would respond witnessing a fucking explosion. I, I don't know. I'd probably shit down my leg to be so real with you. Like, that would be so scary to witness in person. And he commented back to me and he was like, there's no time for being scared or stressed in this situation. Like, the people would want to, like, the people would want to know, trust me. Like, meaning the families of the people who unfortunately lost their lives. And... So I commented, so I finally, I was just like, because there was other people agreeing with me. And then I come back, I said, get your savior complex out of here because all that matters is those people are no longer here and we need to be supportive of those families and help them in any way possible. Because it pissed me off. Like he was just being such a dick. Cause it's like, you're turning this tragedy into you because you're trying to be like, look how brave and tough I am. I would have ran into this building, like blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker deleted that post and then messages me on Facebook 
and says, hold on, I'm finding the exact message because I want to read the exact message to you because it was fucking crazy because of the irony. Like I just told you guys, I love a good, I love something that's just, it ends up being so ironic that it's actually disgusting. Oh, is it in here? It should be, right? Oh, that's good to know. The account that finally got blocked, um, there was an account that was trying to be me, and they actually finally got blocked on fucking, uh, whatchamacallit. So that's really cool to know. Where is it? Is it not in here? I thought for sure I had it still, even though he... Okay, well, I guess I don't. That's really unfortunate. I have the screenshot somewhere, but it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just, sorry, I feel like this is just me fucking talking to you guys. Like, um, so I really don't know what this is. I don't know what's happening. Oh, here it is. Okay, so I, I remembered because I sent it to my brother. So this guy says, there is a reason why people will never know your name. Keep running away and the men will keep running in. Now. Here's what's so funny about that is because I didn't even get a chance to message him back because he blocked me so fucking fast. How is that me running away, bud? I'm like 150,000% sure that you in that situation, the man, just ran away by blocking me because you're fucking scared of what I can say. You're fucking scared of having that conversation with me. You're that scared of conversation, which makes it really fucking funny because mind you, my profile picture is me in the cow suit. <laughs> that bitch scares you. And it was really funny because I was telling my brother about it because I needed to just tell somebody and bitch. And my brother actually knows of this guy. And it was so fucking funny because Brad goes, uh, no one's no going to know your name. Does he not know you have 2.5 million followers on TikTok? <laughs> and I was like, well, Brad, no, probably. But like, I also don't give a shit. Like that didn't hurt my feelings. Like this is why no one's going to know your name. What the fuck do you even mean by that? Like, what the fuck do you actually mean? Like, how is me calling you out on having a savior complex during a terrible tragedy have anything to do with people knowing my name? Anyway, but it's just so funny to me because like the irony, the beautiful irony of him being like, and the men are going to run towards it blocks me so that he's literally running away even though he runs towards problems he runs towards them no the fuck not if it involves a fucking five foot four bitch in a fucking cow suit <laughs> he's not running he's not running away towards that one he's running away by blocking me god it was so fucking funny so fucking funny okay doge i need this arm so that i can um do podcasting things so i'm gonna need you to like readjust sorry love you so much babe love you so much queen but oh god like I said, fucking shit is crazy. People are wild. But you know what? It's what makes the world go round. There are good people. There are good people. There are good men. There are good people in every group, okay? Sometimes they just get really outshined by the shitty ones, and it's unfortunate. But we have to we have to bring attention to the terrible behavior, okay? We have to. That's the only way it gets changed. It's the only way it gets fixed, you know? And I'm out here trying to fix the world. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just doing my best as a human being. Anyway... I hope that you enjoyed listening. I hope you had a fantastic time listening. I hope to God you did, okay? I try my best to be such an entertaining little bitch. Uh, 
If you ever want to add any commentary, any thoughts, questions, concerns, life advice, dating advice, dating profiles, dating stories, anything fun that you think would be really good to add, feel free to DM my podcast Instagram. That is at feralcowbitchpod, or you can email me at tellthefcb at gmail.com. Both will be in the description. You can follow my personal socials. It's just at Lacey M. Evans. You can check out my website, hefferpleaseco.com. But yeah, just thank you so much for listening and supporting me and being along for this super fun journey. I love being a little podcast bitch. But yeah, that's all I have for you this this episode. So, you know, we're going to sign off, baby. Love you. Bye.